fantastically well how about you i am doing great and uh if i did that right you would have heard a different intro to our podcast this week and the intro that you would have heard is sun doesn't rise written by jeff hatrix who does the music we usually have uh but when he was still a mushroom head and that's because mushroom head was on the soundtrack for freddy versus jason and today our topic is freddy versus jason really yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah uh, it's uh, just about the 20th year anniversary for that, so we're going to get into that in a little bit. We'll play the trailer, and then we'll go into the review of that. Big summer blockbuster in uh, 2003. 2003. August, so, I think it came out. Yeah, it did come out in August. Um, so, just a couple things that I want to go over real quick. I want to thank the Death Curse Society. Uh, they sent a package, while whilst I was watching Death Curse Society on uh, their <laughs> YouTube Facebook show that they do on Mondays, this week they did a... A reunion with the Friday Part 2 cast was really cool. I don't know if you guys see it, but... I watched it. It was fucking great. Yeah, Good it was job, great. guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John Fury had a little problem with the technology, though. I don't know yeah. if, you, if you were in when he, he was on there. He would have fit right in with us, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that should be our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, can you hear me? <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny. Added to some, I'm going to give it straight to you about technology. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so as I'm watching it, my wife's saying to me the mail, and I'm like... Who do I know in Michigan? These, and then we open it and say, "Oh, yeah!" So they gave Ricky that that that, that um pennant, the yeah, yeah. pennant that they showed on the it's show. Really cool. And um, magnets, some stickers. I'll give you some of those stickers um, before you go. Sweet. So, thank. They want to thank them for that. And um, if you haven't got a chance to Halloween Haunts three sixty five, their podcast on video and on um anywhere else you get podcast. I was on there reviewing the Akron Haunted Schoolhouse and Laboratory. Well, not the laboratory because it wasn't open. So give those guys a, uh, check those guys out. That's uh, Jared Haggerty and um, his co him and his co-host had the Horror Shed podcast, which we talked about a couple times, and they have a filming location video from Blairstown 
that they have on YouTube. So make sure to give that a like, a follow, and watch, and check that out. They did a real good job with that. We're going to be going back there in a week and a half for the for the reunion at Crystal Lake. So that should be pretty awesome. Uh, anything you wanted to talk about before we get into this, or? Yeah, man, I did watch that Death Curse Society uh, that episode, and that was really good. And that was a big episode for those guys too. You can tell they really, oh, they really, really put their hearts and souls into that <laughs> one. And it was a great job. I, I definitely was entertained, and I'm going to keep watching. Um, yeah, yeah, I re- and I, I like how interactive they are. And yeah, this episode they weren't. And if you stayed, they they, they were answering questions after. I did you know, having the guests on. I did, but usually it's a lot more. Um, They'll, they'll, they'll get to your comments and questions a lot sooner, but they, they wanted to keep everything flowing. Having four guests is an undertaking, you know, and four guests of that caliber. It, it, yeah, I, spe- I mean, yeah, that's a that's sure. a big big undertaking, and they handled it very well. And um, I mean, yeah. even if I just like Facetime with just Lauren Marie, I would just get lost in her yeah, gaze. Yeah, you're probably pretty worthless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be lost in her gaze. So and, that'd and be I, it. I think Crank, Crank was like that with the a- Amy Steele. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've I've not met her yet either. And, yeah. You know, she is my favorite final girl. Yes, she's everybody's favorite final girl except yours. Yeah, except mine. Of course. <laughs> and then, um, of course, Lauren Marie's everybody's favorite, not the final girl. Definitely from that movie for sure. <laughs> but um, I don't know. There are a lot of Kristen Baker fans out there, though. That's true. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people. Like, I don't. I don't like her. I like her. I, I, I don't mean, like her like Lauren Marie Taylor. Yeah, but I, I just, like her. I just don't. She don't do it for me. Like, lot of, looks wise, everybody acts like she's just a lot of Marta. So a lot of Marta Cobra fans too, actually. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I can see that. I a lot of her, but a lot of the girls from the, from Baker, that one. Uh, all the girls my, wasn't my cup of tea. All the girls from that one get some love though. All four, yeah, yeah, all four yeah. of them really do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but Lauren Lauren's my favorite from that movie. Yeah, mine too. Quite possibly my my favorite, not the final girl ever, and her not the final girl podcast. She's is awesome. she's up there. We'll have to do that ranking eventually well, of just supporting girls. Yes, oh, any girl, not any Friday girls girl. that is not a final girl. Yeah, we'll, like we'll, yeah, we'll just do, the just the twelve from the original <laughs> list are omitted. Every other female is allowed. We'll do we'll we'll do that on a on a. Shit, we ain't got time to review a movie. Let's throw a ranking episode together. Yeah! <laughs> that sounds good. But alright, so if I'm going to do this right, you should hear the trailer for um, Freddy vs. Jason, and then we'll come back and we'll review the movie. And uh, eventually we're going to do some video with this, so you'll see videos and shit like that. But i got to get a new laptop, because this piece of shit won't even turn on. Yeah. And, um, Maybe we can get John Fury to be our producer. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Shit's all freezing. Like, <laughs> pull the max headroom. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> back in the day. But all right, so we're going to play that trailer. We'll be right back.
versus Jason. Place your bets. Okay, so hopefully I did that right, and you guys just heard the trailer for Freddy vs. Jason. We're gonna get started with our review, um, and just go at it when you're ready. <laughs> I have to do one thing before we begin this. Yeah. Ready? Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> you're ready to deep press. I don't think this is going to be as favorable as the last two reviews we did, or even the last three reviews we mm. did. Uh, <laughs> I don't think part seven is one of your favorites, but I think you like it a lot better than this one. <laughs> mm, maybe. Spo no spoilers. No spoilers. So, this is Freddy vs. Jason, a 2003 film directed by Ronnie Yu. Ronnie E-W-W-E-U. Directed by a director of a bunch of 80s horror comedy films in Japan that weren't very good, were mediocre at best, and he's just way out of his league here. I know <laughs> that he did Bride of Chucky a few years before this, yeah. and that movie fucking sucks. It, it's not it's not one of the best ones. It does uh, have the great Jennifer Tilly in it. It's better that than its, yeah. It's better than Child's Play three, but that's not saying a lot. I like Child's Play three. Are you out of your fucking mind? I, love it. <laughs> I liked it, but I, I like all three of those better than Brian Chucky. Wow. <laughs> oh, the Brian first. Or Brian well, Chucky, Cena Chucky, those, those are probably the worst, too. The first two Child's Play movies are very good. Very good, very good. This third one is fucking awful, and I guess since you like it, we're definitely going to have to do that one together <laughs> one of these days. I never knew that about you. Yeah. We're getting sidetracked already. And, and with a lot of these movies, you know, I watched them, you know, 25 fucking 30 years so, ago, and you, you, you think you like them then, which Freddy vs. Jason, my grade has changed, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. And, and you, you know... But I just recently got the Blu-ray box set of the Child's Play movies. Been watching them with the kids, and we made it through through Bride of Chuck, no, through Seed of Chucky. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought I remember three. I liked it a lot when I was a kid, and I, I still do. Yeah, so, so sue me. So you've recently been subjected to two Ronnie U films. I know within the last week, I think. Wow. I know it's 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 bad. It's oh, this guy fucking sucks. But I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll get into that. A lot more well, the first, details. Well, the first thing I want to get into before we even get into the movie is, you know, on the Ronnie U front, James Wan should have directed this movie. Yeah, but then he left to do Saw. He did, and it's a good thing because I don't care what anyone says, the first Saw is a modern fucking masterpiece, yes, in my opinion. Yes, yes, I, I have the same opinion. That, because, again, it's, it's similar to my Behind the Mask thing. It was just something that had never been done. Yeah. It was totally new. Like, the killer's laying on the floor the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And you don't even know it. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen the first Saw, you're not listening to the right podcast. So. Yeah, right. No, but that... But it, no, yeah, he did. He was fantastic. People try to nitpick that one. That movie's a fucking masterpiece. I don't care what anyone says. I know it turned into this big conglomerate almost like a brand. Oh, yeah, it is. But that first one... If it's Halloween, it must be Saw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that first one, man, was so goddamn good. And I'm glad, I guess technically, I mean, he still could have made Saw if he did. If he took this job, yeah. the Freddy vs. Jason job, James Wan. And I've liked some of his other films that weren't Saw, but we'll get into that another time. Another time. But yeah, yeah, I had very high hopes for him. Um, he turned into a pretty solid director, but I thought he'd be, probably turn out a little better. But, you know, he's still young. He's like barely our age, man. And th there was a couple other directors in... 
see if I got more mic. He's the, he's the he's the one that stands out the most though because of what he did immediately after. I did not write it down any of the other That's possible okay. directors. The, he's really the only one that matters to me. So, but let's get to the movie, man. We're yeah, just there we go. It's nut cutting time. Nut cutting. <laughs> All right. So right at the beginning, we just see the New Line logo, and we get the little mashup for like twenty seconds of like the classic Nightmare on Elm Street theme with Love the k- k- my, 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 like into it. That was that was that was, real, that was really cool. I, I, I yeah. seen this in the theater. Like, yeah, on. me too. Shit, like, dude, this is so cool. And right away, we're introduced to our first character, and it's Freddy Krueger, played of course by the great Robert England. Yes, he's right away. He's doing the narration. It's it's mm-hmm. and and right away, like instantly, this is a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Let's not even be yeah, around the bush. Doesn't have any feel at no. all. Or Freddy Th- Th- this is a Nightmare on Elm Street film. This is a Freddy Krueger film. That's what it is. the The studio can say it one way. The director can say it one way. It, no, this is New Line Cinema. <laughs> this is Robert England. This is Freddy Krueger. That's it. Bob Shame is the producer. Yeah, the whole intro is all about Freddy, his backstory. It's totally laid out like a Nightmare on Elm Street film. The little opening vignette is all Freddy Krueger, like clips of... They they, they didn't show one... And and of course, they couldn't get the Paramount highlights. No. They did do a couple other movies. They could have threw some shit out of Jason in the past. You know, they they could have showed something from from um eight no eight wouldn't have been it nine and yeah just Jason goes actually, to hell. Just and Jason X goes to hell, and X yeah because X, X was X shot wait yeah yeah but it, but this is it's a place before that they couldn't really that's, take that's true that. that's true all right so they didn't have any material yeah. to use for Jason past Jason yeah I get it here and well, they could have reenacted some scenes they could have did some more well here's the problem oh here's the problem people wanted this film for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And then we got it. It's ten years too fucking late. Yeah, a lot of bad, po- a lot of politics. And yes, like they they wanted to make this movie when Paramount still had the rights to Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, they, they wanted did. to do a new line teaming up with them. And then even after they got the rights, it took a while. That's why they made um, Jason X because mm-hmm. they they were they would have lost the rights if they didn't make a movie within X amount of time. So quick Jason X B movie, which. Fantastic. Within, that within X amount of time? <laughs> <laughs> so we learn right away that Freddy is using Jason as a means to make the people of Springwood remember him. Right. How and why that would make any sense is beyond me. I mean, Jason has fuck all to do with Spring Springwood or the Dream. No, Park. it's just it's just murders happening again in Springwood. I guess makes so. people instantly like the cops or you know. Hey, don't say his name. You know, they, they automatically would blame Freddy because of the just the damage he did to that town. And speaking of Freddy, early in the movie, the close-up of his fucking mouth, his teeth, how bad was that? Yeah, it's weird. And if you remember in, in Bride of Chucky, mm-hmm. the baby, when he comes out, they had the same fucked-up fucking pointy teeth. It's yeah, it a Ronnie, Ronnie U thing. thing. <laughs> I bet you, if you watch his bad fucking Japanese movies, you'd see similar shit. Maybe Ronnie Yu has like a fetish for like British dentistry or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And then the fucker. Oh God, I got, we got to get off Ronnie Yu. But one more. No, we seen, we don't have to get off. Okay. Ronnie Yu. So well, he hadn't seen a Nightmare movie or a Friday movie. Yeah, I know. We're gonna get there. What? But anyway. Yeah. It, moving on. He, he should have never got this fucking job. Never. So yeah, moving on. All of a sudden, we're introduced to a character named Heather, which I had to look up, by the way. Okay. And she's played by Odessa Monroe. Okay. And she's just a typical chick on the dock by the lake. Getting ready to with go her, With her top off, sure, calling out some dude who's not there. 
And somebody else shows up, and it is Jason Voorhees, played by Ken Kurzinger. Ken Kurzinger. Yeah. Bottom Jason. And I am not the biggest Kane Hodder fan, and I know you're not either, but yeah. that, he got fucking jobbed. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and then, this is in my notes, too. He, they, one of the excuses was they, they wanted Ken because he was tall, so much taller than Robert. Robert's 5'9". I don't care what Wikipedia says. He's yeah. 5'10". Nah, he's, he's short. He's 5'9 at best. Small guy. And Kane is 6'3". A 6'3 to 5'9 is a pretty big gap. And their build, too, is so, yeah. Uh, and also, yeah, he, and it's, it's the movies. They would have made him look a lot smaller. No. And, and um, and, um, there was also rumors that CJ got CJ Graham got offered to reprise his role for this. He's not six five. No, he's not. He turned it down because he didn't want to hurt Kane. Kane he, yeah, he they're thought, friends. He thought they fucked Kane too bad, and he didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, they're friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Like a lo- I didn't know that CJ got offered to. I just found that out today I, in my research. Okay, and again, I never heard that. I read it on the internet, so you know it's fucking true. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, I never. But heard it was that. A, it was a Kane quote, so I'm uh, pretty sure it was true. Well, if it's coming from Kane, I guess it's 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 true, or at least there's at least a kernel of truth kernel to it. Truth. It's not like he would just make that so up. So the, the hype thing is bullshit. Yeah, no. So, yeah, we get Ken Kersinger, um Frankenstein, Jason. Yeah. And Homegirl gets hit by being impaled by a machete into a tree. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. It's whatever. And then... We meet another character. It's and I don't even like to say this. It's <clears throat> Pamela Voorhees. And as you know, played by Paula Shaw. As you know, um, they did offer it to Betsy Palmer. They did. Who turned it down? Yeah, it, it I, was a big enough role. I got something to say about that. Okay. I know Betsy Palmer turned it down because she thought the part was too small. But why still go, th- still go ahead with the character? Okay. Or or or. Mm-hmm. Why not make it slightly more prominent and get Betsy? Maybe. Yeah. You know? Just another of many awful decisions by Ronnie Yu. Now, see, I, I didn't have as much of a problem with the person they got to play play Mrs. Voorhees because she looked like Freddy as Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, I guess You know so. what I mean? And the whole warp thing to go back to him but, kind but, of worked. But if you're going to do mean, that, CGI, you, you easily, probably could have easily could have been Betsy and then done. You could have <laughs> yeah. done it with anyone. You know, and right there, within, and it would have felt having her would have would have made the Friday fans sure. feel because they have no something that so no Kane formula and no Betsy familiar formula. So you have no Kane and no Betsy, and they could have had both, and they could have both, and they got neither, and they got neither. Not like great. what the fuck? And they got a guy that never seen any one of their movies. Yeah, so like right away. It's just we're off to a bad start. Yeah, it's two huge red flags coming. You know, and we're. I mean, we like all horror movies, but we're reviewing this from a Friday the 13th fan perspective. Absolutely. That's what we're doing. I mean, it's our, it's our favorite franchise, so yeah. yeah, no matter what, we're going to be Friday-centric for sure. Now, I'm going to have two different grades for this movie when we're done, because I'm going to look at it from the other point of view, too. Yeah. Because I don't want to review... I don't want to review the whole goddamn thing again. Yeah. God forbid, when we do all the Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm not going to do it. That's it. Yeah. So Freddy is using Pamela to manipulate Jason. Oh boy, like whatever. <laughs> We're not even to the opening credits. And again, I don't, I don't have so much of a problem with it because Freddy's whole deal is getting inside your head. That's true. And finding things that's going to fuck with you, and this is something that obviously has fucked with Jason in the past. Now I want to know this: Jason gets that first kill, and then comes up from the ground. 
where does this first kill take place before he is resurrected and digs himself out of the grave? Is this in hell? Is it's in it, his head. It's in... Wherever he's at. Yeah, if he's it, in the ground, if he's in hell. Uh-huh. The movie takes place after Jason goes to hell, uh-huh. so one would assume he is in hell. So that first kill technically isn't it's real. No, it's not a kill. Okay. Yeah. So now we're off to even a stranger start. <laughs> no, because it's still a dream. It's still like so. inside... That's what Freddy does. So the, Oh, inside. so this is a dream sequence for Jason Voorhees then. Yeah. Okay, because we have many of those later by other characters. Some of them make sense, some of them don't. <laughs> so we'll get there. So we the opening credits is just really the title screen. There's no whole big deal. Mm-hmm. And it's heavy metal tune and not a score. Again, very much slanted towards A Nightmare on Elm Street and not Friday the 13th. Because mm-hmm. A Nightmare on Elm Street, you don't think of Dream Warriors, you hear the docking bit, you know, to, you know yeah. the heavy metal music. Well, this is, this is, this was a really really good soundtrack. A lot of great bands on there. Um, Sepultura, Mike Patton was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Mushroomhead. Um, I I can't I can't think, but it, it is a very good. It, right, there's a lot of bands on there I like. Although this time, this early two thousands like era for heavy metal was a bad time. That's when a all lot the new of, metal was starting. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of bad music was coming out. At <laughs> That's that when, point. when Pantera kind of retired yeah. and were gone, and we were left with uh, the remains. <laughs> it's like thrash metal was dying out. Yeah. And all this like rap metal was yeah. coming in and it was fucking god awful. Yeah, metal. it was god awful. Just yeah, my but, opinion. And especially early on. Some of that's gotten better over time, but most of the early is not so good. But yeah, a decent soundtrack. So, you know, we get that opening little quick and then we get our first little character bomb in the movie. And we meet Gib, played by the absolutely fantastic Catherine Isabel. In my opinion. Fucking gorgeous. We meet Kia Watterson, played by Kelly Rowland of Destiny's Child fame. Also, so, 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 so hot. And we meet Lori <laughs> Campbell, played by Monica Kina, who this we've talked be, about before. Right. This has to be one of the best looking casts with, with female characters uh, that's, uh, in, in any recent horror movie. Yeah. For that reason, 20 years, but you know. I certainly would not kick any of those three ladies out of bed for eating crackers. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> So, and right away, the very first time I saw this, I kind of was thinking of it, but the person, I was dating someone that you know at the time, and I went and saw this movie with her in the theater, and I know she wouldn't have known the reference, so I didn't bring it, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah, right on. Um, well, inside baseball. Yeah, exactly. But right away, Gibbs hat, to me, it oh, yeah, has yeah. to be an homage to PJ Souls and Carrie. It is. Absolutely, Absolutely has to is. be. So that's like the first thing I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love Carrie, and I love PJ Souls. She's great mm-hmm. um, in many things. Halloween also. She Absolutely. Rock and Roll High School Forever, yes. you know? Yeah, PJ Souls was PJ just... Souls she was, is, is she was that chick, guy. man, from yeah. like the late 70s. She was that girl. But she did other stuff besides horror. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really dug the, you know, the hat thing. It was definitely a, a shout-out to her. And I, I thought that was really cool. And I, lo- I love Easter eggs, so yeah, I yeah. was definitely that. And then we meet uh, two more characters. We meet Trey, played by Jesse Hutch, and Blake, played by David Kopp. Now Trey, Trey and Blake, those yeah. are two douchey. It really is. <laughs> so and they're pretty douchey, so it works out. So Trey is the hugest douchebag, and they ruin it by him getting killed first. Mm-hmm. It's it, you know the bigger the heel. The longer they should wait to kill them off, yeah, it's a much better payoff. Yeah, yeah, it's a much better payoff. Like with both Doctor Cruz and Melissa in Part right. Seven, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a bigger payoff. Yeah, they were like the last two to really go. Mm-hmm. You know, or even 
just oh man, you you you, you know where I'm getting. Yeah, oh no, for sure. Like in, in in I know we're not talking about this one right now, but in the remake, Trent is the I was gonna say big I, was, douche, I was gonna say it too, and he so. gets killed way late. Yeah, like, you and it's want you want him. Yes, yeah. you know. And, and I don't think um I don't think there is any more people like the, the, this guy in the movie. I mean, no, else you kind of no. Like. Even so the Blake guy, like, who's kind of you know, for he's not that bad compared to this guy. Yeah. No, so, no. And the only he's the douche sidekick. He's right. Not, he's not douche A. He's the, the douche B. The only saving grace. He's an assistant douche. The only saving <laughs> grace is that the kill is pretty good. Yeah, it is. Um, it's the best in the movie. It's a little overrated on a lot of best kills lists, in yeah. my opinion. No, but, yeah, it's, yeah, still but it's still good. Best in this movie. Uh, I don't think so. I guess we'll cross that bridge. I don't think it. so. All right. So, yeah, I mean, it's a cool visual, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to go off on a little tangent now. Okay. I and, like tangents. Yeah. And, you know, he said, we better get off Ronnie you, and, and we did. I'm going to go back We're on I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you don't have to join me on this one. <laughs> I was just trying to keep it moving. There's a lot more I can say. <laughs> I'm going to go back on him harder than we did before. All right. Um, we have... Catherine Isabel in the shower. Shower. Oh scene. yeah, I know where you, I know where you're going. Yes. And uh, Ronnie, you go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I, I just I, I just found out recently that that wasn't her in the shower, and I no. was I was devastated. Number yeah. one, but <laughs> no. I mean, besides that, though, I'm gonna I, I feel the same as you're feeling. Like Ron- just the pressure yeah. to do that is just unbelievable that he would even go there when she already had a signed contract saying she didn't want to do that. Ronnie, you is a total piece of shit. Right. He constantly pressured her to do a nude mm-hmm. scene. Even though she has a very strict no nudity clause in her contract, mm-hmm. if you want her to take her clothes off and and do that, and don't hire her to do the movie in the first place, right? Absolutely, it's in her contract. Absolutely. It's, it's lock, it stock, been, and lock. It should have been if anything. You asked her once, she said no, and we move on. He is such. We a, either move on with her or without her, but we move on. He is such a creep that he tormented her for days. Yeah, and she's for still, days. She still talks about that. Yes, for days, over and over and over and over. Hell, she's probably upset that they got a girl that looked a lot like her that people like me thought was her. And uh, well, you know. yeah, she stood her ground. Yeah, she did. And and in the end, they eventually used the body double, like mm-hmm. I said, in the shower scene. So that is definitely not Catherine Isabel that you see nude. And I'm glad that it's not. Oh no, I'm yeah. glad that it's no, not. I'm glad that you, you don't want like like you don't want any woman to be pressured to do anything Fuck that no. they don't want to do. Fuck Absolutely no. not. Not even just women. Anyone. Period. Yeah, anybody. You know? Period. But you know, like. With, with the the male to the female. Uh, no, I'm not here to white knight. If it was a dude and the same oh, thing, no, I would stand up for him too. Yeah, I'm just saying, like women usually would feel more intimidated. And that's true, especially by a man and right, pressure. And that's sure. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's never cool to have anybody do anything. So they want to do especially sexually, and no. So this motherfucker, who shouldn't have got this job in the first place, yeah, turns into a creep and tries to use his power to pressure her into this. Fuck him, one thousand percent. Yes, straight to fucking hell. Fuck him till his asshole is size of purple donkey asshole. Well, again, <laughs> even though I don't like him, I don't want that to happen to him without his consent. Either. Without his consent. So, <laughs> so again, fuck you, Ronnie. You and props to Catherine Isabel for sticking to her convictions. Absolutely. So, wow, how do you come down from that? <laughs> well, they discover. Uh, the body and the kids all run in the street towards a police car and we meet another character and that's Deputy Scott Stubbs played by the great Lachlan Monroe. Yeah. 
and he, he is he's terrific. Not in, only in this movie, but in other things I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I saw this guy. And it was in? A movie called Dead Man on Campus with Mark Paul Gosseler, who played oh, Zach wow. Morris in Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I know Mark. Did you ever see that? No, movie? I never see. I don't think I did. It's two guys. They're failing out of college, and they come up with this scheme. Like, there's like this old urban legend that, like, uh, or this thing, if uh, one of your roommates in college commits suicide, you get like straight A's or something. So they go. <laughs> so they go out hunting for the craziest, most like lunatic, maniacal person like they could find, and they go through all these guys, and he's one of them, <laughs> and he crazy. plays a total fucking nut. Oh, yeah, in this movie, a, you'll have to. Cool. It's it's just that. it's like a 1998 comedy, which is like after oh, so Saved by the Bell. Yeah, it's total dark comedy. Total. Yeah, I like dark comedy. Um, it's pretty interesting, and there's some people in there in small parts that were turned out to be famous later. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other thing. We'll get to that. Right on, right so yeah, we just see Lachlan Monroe for a minute, and he's terrific in this. Before we go anywhere else, I just want to say I really liked his performance in this movie. And then we just see the local cops talking amongst each other about the Freddy Krueger, like, And trying to contain the virus. Tra- yeah, Freddy, yeah. Don't say his name. Don't, yeah, right. don't talk about him because it'll spread. We need to yeah. contain this. I like that. I like that story. I guess so. It's just there. Yeah. You know, we're, we know by now how that plays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then Lori falls asleep in the police station and she goes into her dream sequence, her first one, you know. And, and that's, I, I really like that scene. I do too. Where she's got her face down and just uh-huh. finally remembers yeah. the name she heard. Yeah. Freddy Krueger. And, and we, it was just sucked you in. We do get the iconic Jump Rope Girls. Yeah. With the one, two, Freddy's that coming for you. That whole cool. thing was cool. And the girl with the eyes and mm-hmm. shit. That was well done. Very I'll, well done. I'll definitely give credit when it's due. That was very cool. So then she comes to. And then we meet Blake's dad played by Brent Chapman. And Blake is on the porch and his dad comes out and they get into their whole little thing. And then right after, right after that, Blake goes into his dream sequence. Mm-hmm. This, oh, this was... As good as the last one was, yes. this one was fucking stupid. Yeah, this was really, 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 really bad. And this character was in like one scene and then this one and then he's done. Why does he get a dream sequence? Yeah. you know, I, I don't know, but... It wasn't for his fucking acting ability, no. I'll promise you that. So he wakes up, and his dad's already decapitated, and then he gets that killed. That part was cool. And he gets killed in a cutaway. Oh, no, yeah, but, but the dreams, what, yeah. what did he say? What did he say, like, oh, I'm okay, or something stupid, when Freddy, Freddy comes out and tries to get him, he's not strong enough yet? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm okay, uh, it's or, whatever the line it's was. It's really bad. God, it was so bad, um, this fucking guy. So then we cut to the Weston Hills. Is that what the, that that's what the place is called, right? Weston Hills. Yes, it is. It's like the uh, psychiatric ward, and we meet two characters. We meet Mark Davis, pre- played by Brendan Fletcher, who was very good in this movie too, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, he was yeah. good. And then we meet Will Rollins, played by Jason Ritter, who was very bad in this movie, in my <laughs> opinion. Who uh, John John Ritter's son, who was in Bride of Chucky. Yes. Now, Will was supposed to be played by Brad Renfro. Yeah, who is Brad Renfro? Brad Renfro is awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, they made a real big deal about him not being in the movie, and the, you, but, like he was a big deal. He is a really... I didn't have time to figure out who he was. Who was he? What, very good actor. What, his, is, what else did he do? The best performance, I'm only going to name one movie, because we're not going to go on this, yeah. but his best performance ever was in a movie called Bully, directed by Larry Clark. i never seen it. Who made the movie uh, Kids. Oh, wait a minute. Did I see it? Bully? No, th- th- that's... A, 
Not the one Rick Moranis, right? No, no, it's not a little kid's movie at all. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's very serious. Yeah, okay. I'll let you check it out. He is phenomenal in this movie. He died uh, very young. Brad yeah, Redfield. he had um, substance abuse issues. Yes, he, yes, he did. Yes, he did, but he was a terrific young actor. Right on. And he would have been almost too good for this movie. What was the most famous movie he was in? Though? Oh, Jesus Christ. I think he played Huck Finn in one of those... Kid I'm gonna movie, have to look up his kid movie, movies. I can't figure out who this guy is, but we'll so, do that later. Yeah, I, I know I could probably name 15 movies he's in off the top of my head, but I'm not gonna do it. Right on. Because it's gonna derail me. But yeah, he was supposed to be played by Brad Renfro, and that would have been so much better. But maybe it wouldn't have been better because that would have tarnished his legacy a little bit. <laughs> so Mark and Will are the residents, like I said, of the Weston Hills psychiatric ward, and they are fed hypnosil every day to make them not dream. That's this drug. To 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 to. Curb the the Freddy yes. thing, yeah, which is was introduced first in the Nightmare Part Three. At the laying camp, Nancy was taking the hypnosil. That's right. That is, um, and suggested that the rest of the nuts in the nut house mm-hmm. took it. So there is provenance to like yeah. the whole hypnosil like yeah. arc. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. Um, they see the news on TV that shit's gone south in Springwood, and they break out of the psych ward oh so easily. Like, K- like K- that. Uh, well, he did the thing where he acted nuts and took the guy's key. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it was just so easy. It's like they could have done that anytime, <laughs> you know. And then we basically get more and more and more filler backstory bullshit, and it's all Nightmare on Elm Street slash Freddy based shit. Yeah, not Jason or Friday the Thirteenth at all. Nope. And it's just more and more and more and more and more. And then we get another character bomb as we flash to the high school. Mm-hmm. We meet Charlie Linderman, played by Christopher Marquette, who everybody's seen in a million fucking things. He, that, he was like the it like kid, not like the star, but like yeah, I've the, seen him in a he was like the best friend. I can't, I can't feature where I've seen him. But I know I've seen him. Girl Next Door, uh, okay. uh, Fanboys. Oh yeah, Fanboys. Yeah, yeah. the uh, Star Wars movie where they yeah, go and see Phantom Menace. He's dying. He's the he's one dying, dying of cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's he's been a lot. That was like that era, like the yeah. first part of the two thousands. He was like the it kid, not like the star, but he was like the best friend of the like, neighbor of like the Justin, star. Justin Long did a lot of that too. Yeah, before he became like the you know yeah. Justin Long eventually like was a lead in some movies. This kid never broke out like that. So we meet him, then we meet Bill Freeberg, or he just went by Freeberg mainly, played by Kyle Labine or Labine, and he's basically great value Jason Mewes. Yes, he is. <laughs> so we got great value, Justin Long. Great value. Kevin Smith should have probably directed this. It would have been a lot better. And then we meet a character just called Shaq. S-H-A-C-K. Not S-H-A-Q, like the basketball player. Shaq. I don't, re- I don't remember Shaq, so he wasn't memorable. Played and by... I just watched this movie a couple he, days ago. Oh, you remember him. Oh, is he is he um, budget... budget uh, Bunch of Jack Black? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Chris Gauthier. Oh, or yeah. Gauthier or yeah, whatever. Yeah, bootleg Jack Black. So, yeah, we have <laughs> Great Value Jack Jack Black, Great Justin Value Long. Justin Long, and, and the, so the Great Value Jays. Yeah, they all suck. And we got Great Value Jason Voorhees in this, too. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So. In light of their friends dying, the teenagers all decide to throw a big fucking party because that's everybody's just in a let's party with, with, mood with, with, with hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah, <laughs> like I, 
We used to have some big parties back in the day, but yeah. god damn. Our friends just got got, and everybody's depressed. Let's go to a fucking field and party. A rave. Like, yeah, let's throw a rave. Again, this is a 2003, not 1993, and they're throwing a rave. There was some cool stuff going on in the rave. I guess so. There was a couple cool things. Um, but then Mark and Will show up to the school, and a little intro of Mark, like, coming up on her. That was crazy. That was pretty cool. Right, that was a little bit crazy. That kid can act, man. Yeah. He can act a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he was one of the highlights. Of yeah, the he really was. You know, as far as the acting front, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, in, in a movie like this, it's not too hard to stand out. Probably not. Um, and that's pretty cool. But again, they just walk into the school and this is like post Columbine. So what's up with that? You know, like you couldn't walk into a fucking high school like that <laughs> after Columbine. No. And this was, you know, years later, Oh three. Yeah. So then Kia goes into her own dream sequence. Oh, yeah, in the school, they were in, like, the principal's office. Mm-hmm. She's, oh, yeah. and, and they were introduced to some of the worst CGI in history in the scene, and that would be a recurring theme in this movie. Yes, it is. Very, very bad CGI. It's funny, because 2003, when I watched this, I didn't think anything was wrong with it. And you watch it back now, it's like, God, this is bad. It is, and by this point, this fucking thing just feels so goddamn padded and full of filler to me. Mm-hmm. It, we're basically meeting characters and getting filler. And that's really all there is to it. Flash forward a couple scenes and, and the rave begins. We're there. We're at the rave. It's, you know, the atmosphere of it, the way it's shot is okay, I guess. And poor Gib deserved better. Yeah. She gets assaulted by a reject from a Power Man 5000 video. Oh, that part. Oh, yeah. my God. And then on top of her... Basically being sexually assaulted yes. by the director, yeah. we're going to include a yeah. sexual assault in her death scene. Yeah, she. And that is bullshit. It's almost like retaliation. I yeah. don't know if it was it exactly may, may like that in the script. I don't know. It may have been. But it's almost like it's he's creepy. he's still like getting sticking it to her, uh, figuratively speaking. You know. Yeah. That, I fucking hate Ronnie. You by I, the way. I did, if you didn't know. Yeah. I did like that when they brought back the boyfriend because that was just a classic Nightmare on Elm Street thing. Like, he's all broken neck. Like, hey, don't make me tell you twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that kid. <laughs> that was kind of cool. So I did like that. Second. But no, I did not like that. The, 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 the rave kid yeah. making out with her and she's sitting there fucking dying. Yeah. Like, th- that was just did not need to be included at and all. He did. Song. He looked like a reject from a fucking Power Man 5000 video yeah. from, like, 1994. You know, not 2003. Who still had that look in 2003? It's so outdated. Yeah. But anyway. Um, then all hell breaks loose. Shaq gets the flaming machete thrown through him. I like that. That scene was funny. It is, but if you watch really close, he obviously has a mouthful of the fake blood before the machete hit. Yeah. You can see him. That's why I dressed him like this. Because <laughs> he's got a mouthful of it just waiting for the cue to spit it out. So, and I mean, it's blatantly obvious. I wasn't even, like, looking for it. And I'm like, why is he holding his mouth like this when he's running? You know, yeah, the, like... The effects, the effects were, were, were great. So then Jason just lays waste to random unknown characters with a flaming machete, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, Jason on fire running yeah. around was pretty pretty cool. It is, but after this, man, this movie totally goes off the fucking rails. Like, it, it just loses me after this. It does. Yeah, because, again, the acting is just... It is. You know, I, I want to go over a couple more things, really, but as far as the in-depth, I'm done. I'm done One talking about this. One was killed with water. One was killed with fire. Oh, How can we, we use oh, this? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, see, like, that doesn't even 
it's all a natural conversation the way she lays it out in the movie. I know, one. it's so and stupid. Two, it just, it's so forced, the whole water and fire thing. We gotta do yin and yang and and, mm-hmm. and okay, Jason's afraid of water now. Mm-hmm. Jason, who spent probably twenty years of his existence under a fucking lake. That's conservative figure, by the way, too. It could even be well, longer. Eleven, <laughs> he uh, drowned. You assume he stayed under the lake until part two. You know, around you know, he was in thirty in part two. Is it could be ten, twenty years. He'd been under the lake for decades. Yeah, between decades, between six and seven, and then seven years, and right? and then seven and eight. And so, yeah, yeah. So oh, this uh, stupid thing keeps messing up. Uh huh. <laughs> We apologize for the technical difficulties if you hear that. But I want to brush over a couple other like details too. Mark gets killed, and it's Freddy's only quote unquote legit kill. It was a cool kill. In this, it is, and it was impactful too because he's an important character. Yeah, and that part was an important thing. It was, and I like the dream sequence they brought back uh, from. Uh, they, they, they had a, his brother who was a uh, from um, Zach Ward. Oh, Zach Christ. Ward. Yeah, I know who the fuck he is from a Christmas Story. Yeah. Baby Brock Lesnar. Baby Brock Lesnar. He yeah. did look like a young Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he did. And Christmas stories shot in Cleveland. Yep. Very iconic. So after Mark gets got, it, it the rest of this is even just worse filler to me, man. It just yeah. is. It's so bad. Let's just let's just get to it. <laughs> well, I, like, I, I don't really know where we're at, but I like the when they're trying to plan how to kill him or whatever, and. Um, Lori falls asleep and they, they, they talk about the virgin mm-hmm. <laughs> killing the virgin that, that scene was kind of funny I like that the only like thing I really like after Mark is gone is, mm-hmm. is Lachlan Monroe the cop I, yeah. like, I like him he, again he's really good all the way through this until mm-hmm. he until he faces his demise mm-hmm. you know and it's nothing spectacular but yeah just so if I so 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 at this point you're trying to figure out the, the, how to kill him. We can't we can't, we can't be away. We can't we can't uh, not be away. Jason kills him, the, and then they go to West. And are we that where we're at? We're we're heading to the hospital to get the hypnosil. Yeah, and then they do that, and then let's just drive to Crystal Lake. Like in there were some scenes minutes. there that were pretty cool though. Like I like the the, the um what's it Freebird budget budget Jason Mewes. Yeah, his whole deal was pretty cool. Where they had the. The, the, the patients that, you know, looked all creepy and the whole soft voices, that was cool. Uh, the, the, the Alice in Wonderland thing, I thought that was pretty cool. I, get, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Freddy possesses him and he take a page out of Jason Goes to Hell's book and shove a big worm down his throat to possess him like a la Jason and Jason Goes to Hell. Dude, by this point, I, I just want to see... the Freddy th- people had to have their worm much bigger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just pull our, everybody put their dicks on the table and measure them at this point. Yeah. So but I like that scene. And just, then um, your guy, uh, the, the cop, he dies yeah. in that scene. He gets electrocuted, right? Yeah. So... Which is a rehash kill from several Friday the 13th movies. Uh, um, then uh, they, 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 they drug Jason, right? Yeah. And then now they, they figure out... In order to kill them, we got to get them to Crystal Lake. Yes, they just determined that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Jason's afraid of water. They had a little mini fight right there, right? Jason and Freddy. Didn't they? That's where they had their little mini fight. No, the little first little like face off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
not much happening, but that's where Freddy says, oh, he's afraid of and water. water. And then it just... 40 years he's underwater. Yeah, that... He's not afraid of water. As bad as this movie was till that point, you know, like I said, it's already kind of gone off the rails and lost me that. Just, like, yeah. it's the nail in the fucking coffin. Yeah. And, like, all there is to this is just at that point, everybody just wants to see him fight. Yeah. And... and and that's why everybody won in the first place. Yeah, that is true. Like, you didn't buy a ticket to this to see Monica Kina's bad acting. No. You go, with fire, with water, how can we... You know, <laughs> it was no, so nobody, oh nobody paid money to see that or anything else other than them fight. Yeah, it's like you're a King Kong Godzilla, man. Bring out the monsters, make them fight. So they eventually do. So they eventually do. And it's, actually, and it's actually pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. No, yeah, no, the fight was good. See... I don't think it's as cool as other people think it is. Like, you're going to like it more than me for sure. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. Don't get me wrong. But it's it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. It's not worth sitting through an hour and a half of utter garbage before it. And according to Brian Immanizer from the Horror Shed podcast, him or Jared, one or the other, brought up that during this fight, one of the stunt doubles for Freddy Krueger was Rey Mysterio Jr., I looked on the internet and kind of confirmed that, but I haven't heard Ray say it. But yeah, it's kind of cool. I heard that, but I've I've never looked into it. Yeah, he's not he's not. I don't think he's credited on IMDb, but it sounds pretty cool. I I think they might have uh, somebody might have somewhere along the way confused him with his uncle Ray Mysterio Senior, mm-hmm. who has done movie stunts, movie yeah, stunts absolutely. in the past. So that makes a little more sense. But one or the other. But neither either of way, them, it's cool. Neither and of one them, of them was in this movie, and neither <laughs> neither of them were credited, right? No, neither one was credited. Well, since they're a pro wrestler, plural, yes, and they have that background, as long as their bank account got credited, they, don't, care. they don't give a fuck. That's, that's all they care about. So yeah, they have their fight, and Freddy eventually gets decapitated, and his head is carried away by Jason. But Freddy winks at the camera, leaving the door open for a sequel that obviously never happened and never will. Yeah, that was, you're supposed to get the ash, uh, the, the ash... Um, Ash vs. Freddy versus Jason, Evil Dead, yeah, which they made in the comic books, and I have never never read them, but I heard they're really cool. So but there's a couple things we glossed over, a couple things there. Like, go ahead. All right, so we got um, the Kelly Rowland, her scene. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. the with the shitty ass racist line. I actually. <laughs> oh sweet dark meat. Do we really need that? Uh, point out the black chick. I actually, I don't know. I, I do not like that. I don't hate it. <laughs> I really don't. I, I do like her don't. kill scene though. You know, she's all up in Freddy's face and yeah. just talking shit. Well, she uses. And he's like laying back because he sees Jason creeping. He goes, "Are you sure?" Well, she uses she uses homophobic slurs at him. Why can't he say how sweet dark me? I don't know. Neither one of them was appropriate. She called him a f a g g o t. Yeah, she did. That I know. Yeah. But hey, she never had the light. Turnabout is fair play. <laughs> yeah. He didn't call her a racist term, though. He just said, how I sweet, know, dark meat. I, I didn't like it. I thought it was, an, I thought it was inappropriate. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't love it. And then I also, I, don't like, hate it. I did like, during the fight where he took the gas containers and turned them into missiles. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was kind of cool. And he had some funny lines. And I, I did like, like, when she got killed, though, I really dug that he's just like, point me like talking on and, shit, and one thing I will throw in too during, especially during this fight scene between the two baddies mm-hmm. they bled way more blood than two humans could possibly have in their bodies 300 gallons yeah that's what I heard just from just from their 
And cool. the, most of it was uh, most of it was um, CGI. So yeah. 300 gallons were probably used almost all in this scene. Which would basically earlier on the blood, all the blood you could think of was CGI. Which basically, the average human has about one gallon of blood. So it's what, like seven or seven, eight pints? Nine pints. Nine pints, so it's one gallon plus a pint then. Yeah. Because there's eight. So we have 300. So four quarts, eight (laughs) pints. So yeah, how many hundreds of people died at the end, you know? But yeah, I mean, just... And in the the last scene where he's walking out with the, with the, with Freddy's head... Who wins? Oh, Freddy. uh, Freddy loses. Freddy loses. Jason definitely wins. I don't know who wins, but everyone that watched this fucking lost. <laughs> but anyway, as I was starting to say, though, Doug Tate was uh, oh, yeah. was, was Jason in that part. I did hear that. Yeah, he was Jason in that part, which I... Yeah, because... Um, you got a signature, don't you, on a pop? Doug Tate. Did you get I think that's one I need. Oh, okay. I think that might be one I need. That's I mean, rare I that you need that one. one but, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have all the main ones and a couple of the extras, and I don't think I have him yet. Um... I didn't even write down five things I liked and didn't like, but I I already know. Yeah, you can freestyle them. I know number one. It's the same as mine. Things I didn't like? Yeah. Guaranteed it's the same as mine. Oh, we'll get there. It's fucking around you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He could be one through five on things I didn't like. But I do the top five things I like first. Okay. Um, And I'm just going to freestyle. I'm going to go from one to five. I'm not going to count them down. Right, right, right. I'm going to go down. Number one is Catherine Isabel. Um and especially what she had to go through making this too it just makes it even she's actually believable one of these kids um her performance is good she's basically a modern scream queen she does her fucking job showed up is not hard to look at either Robert England was really excited to work with her too because he was a fan of her yeah 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 that's right and Robert England's probably my second favorite thing about this movie because it's classic Freddy Krueger you know I mean yeah there's there's no taken away from him he, yeah. he showed up and did his job. Right, you yeah. Know? Uh, then Lachlan Monroe as, as the police officer. I liked him, too. His performance was pretty good. Uh, then probably the scene of Jason laying waste at the rave, even though it really doesn't really move the story anywhere. It's yeah, just, it's, it's just a cool, cool thing to look at. Him just annihilating people on fire with the flame machete is pretty cool. And then a the fifth thing would be probably the closing credits. The closing credits. Yes. Oh, um, yeah, as yeah, soon as they showed up. Yeah, the, the, those, were, those were all pretty good things. Mine would be pretty similar. I, I like the fact that my friend's band had a song on the soundtrack, soundtrack that went gold. It's, a, you know, it's, pre- it's pretty cool to... I mean, it's not his whole album, but he was on, he was on the soundtrack. He got a gold plaque for it, so that was, that was pretty fucking sweet. And, you know, and then, of course, you know, I agree with the, everything else you said. Um... Five things I didn't like. Didn't like. It's very easy. Yeah. Oh, I, there's so I many, so many things I didn't like. Number, number one, uh, again, not in any particular order. Ken Kersinger's Jason's awful. Awful. Where's we've, Jason? Yeah, we've we've been there, done that. We we he moves like Frankenstein. Yeah. He's Stiff. Like, no, no. His, I, mean, I, I don't need my Jason to be as cat-like as mm-hmm. Derek Mears was, which was cool. Yes. But I mean, come on, dude. He was so lumbering yeah. and yeah. stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Not deliberate at all. No. Uh, another thing I hate is the look of Jason. That's another thing altogether, because that has nothing to do with Ken Kersinger. No, no, that's the special effects. Part. Right. So he also won our worst look. As yeah, well, he did. He? he did. He okay. did. Okay. Uh, at least mine. Yeah. Yours was a. Oh yeah. 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 But mine. He was is, second to last. Yeah. One. Yeah. Mine is mine is this one. I hate the the long hair patches and just mm. the look in general. This the skin is weird. The mask is awful. 
the clothing sucks. I, I just don't like the look of them at all. Uh, three would be probably Monica Kina's performance. It's bad. I really See, don't like uh, it. I, I, there were the some cool. scenes where where she was good, and then the, there were some where she was just but so the, the, god off. The corny line that you threw out there yeah. mimicked is so bad. And she said it in that, that same tone, too. Right. Like, one, it's a bad line. It is a Two, bad it makes line. no sense. And three, it doesn't. What the hell do we use this? Yeah. No, get the fuck out of here. Uh, four would be Jason just being afraid of water and fucking up his mythology altogether. Like, it just... it. it Again, they just they shit all over Friday. The, they the just shit all over Friday the Thirteenth and just threw mm-hmm. it in there. This is a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, plain and simple. And number five, which is really number one, it's Ronnie. You fuck you. You fucking suck. Die in a fucking fire for all I care. Yeah, you're, you're scum. Fuck you. Uh, D minus. Yeah, and that's all I gotta say. What is that? Bo- bo- what does Corny say? Boiled him and sell his fat for yeah. soap. Yeah, should be boiled in oil and had his fat <laughs> sold for soap. Yeah, this this is a D minus. That's my grade on this one. So are you giving it the separate grades, or is it D minus period? Oh, oh yeah. As overall, from a Friday the Thirteenth perspective, it's a D minus. Going strictly from a Nightmare on Elm Street perspective, it's probably a C minus. And um, but but overall, it's a D minus. Okay, so I, I don't like this movie anywhere near as much as I used to. I used to as a kid when I first seen this, I thought it was the coolest shit. And I really liked it, and it would have been probably a B back then. I wow! I mean, bro, I'm fucking, I'm 20 years, 27 years old. I liked it a lot back then. See, but going yep. back to watch it. Okay. I mean, I did a lot of drugs back then too. Oh, okay, fair enough. I did a lot of hallucinogenic drugs. I might have been on them while I was watching this movie. So you might have thought you were watching a different movie that I, wasn't terrible. Could have been. I could have been. Going back and watching this movie again in the last, it, I think it gets worse every time I see it. But the last week I watched it again. And, the horrible CGI, the the wooden lines that are just fucking stupid. Jason being afraid of water. I as a Friday Thirteenth film, it's gonna get same as Ryan D minus. Yeah, and I will go a C as a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. That's a little, that's bit, better, fair. A little bit better than his, but um, because there are some some parts of it that are really good and really make sense and really look good. But then there's so much bad that's so much worse than the good. That it's just fucking stupid. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the first dream sequence with Lori is really good too. Really I'd good. probably I'd probably sneak that really into my good. top five if yeah. I really thought it out. But but then after the watching dream sequence is so how, bad. How much and worse it's, and is it's, that than the other one's good? It is, and it's so it's like immediately after it too. Immediately after. So it's like, like you go hey, high on the roller coaster. Good. It is not. It's like you're climbing the hill <laughs> to go down the hill of the roller coaster, and then you just drop two feet. You know, it's like. It's like warming you up, and you never get off. It's like a cock tease, and that's (laughs) that's really what this movie is, you know. Yeah. And just, man, it's bad. It's bad. Just fuck Ronnie, you again. I just can't. (laughs) I just can't say that enough. So, (laughs) D minus. There goes the neighborhood. You take it from here.